Well, all right. Get off the stage. All right. Say what? I did bring a chair. I brought a chair. And so, uh, first of all, let me thank you uh, for showing up tonight. I know that I have torn you between two loves, possibly. Uh, In fact, a lot of you have already told me what is wrong with you. Um, Why have you chosen this night? Among all the nights in the history of your life, uh, the Cowboys are playing the Redskins. And so I know it's a big, big important night for, you know, the world. So um, I am thankful for for you guys being here. Uh, I was telling Freddie here that um, I'm here to sell some insurance to you. Uh, And uh, it's it's not a pyramid scheme, uh, but if you have two friends at the end of the night... Uh, we are going to take care of you. Or if you need some Tupperware, I'd like for you to see me over here momentarily. Um, no, uh, I am I am very excited. I've been very prayerful uh, for uh, really for a long time. I'm going to tell you. Um, but, but we're going to start with some prayer, and then we will we'll dive into some, some exciting things. So, Father, we come to you, and we are just so very thankful today that you've allowed us to be part of a community that that longs to see you glorified, that that longs to serve those who are in deep need. And we pray tonight that as you allow me to share the story, the chapters that you have been writing, that we would hear your Holy Spirit speak. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Okay, let me me start by giving just a, a couple of introductions, not that most of you guys are, already know this information. Um, Merge is assembled uh, and elder-led by elders. And so we have uh, four elders who serve as overseers of our church. Uh, the first one, uh, since he's already standing up, is this guy in the sound booth. Uh, his name is Brian Corbett. Uh, he is one of my dear, dear friends. He is much wiser um, than I am, um, but I get to talk on the mic. And so uh, he he has served us from the very beginning. Uh, in fact, when we were launching Merge, he was one of the first guys that I called and said, hey, let's go on an adventure together. Uh, and then secondly, we have this guy right here. His name's Mark Hard. Uh, please don't stand up. Um, but but Mark is my, my best friend. Uh, we have been doing life together for um, longer than he cares to admit. Uh, he serves as one of our elders. Uh, and then... Uh, Myself is I'm an elder, uh, and then Swine Chris Sweeney he's an elder too. Uh, I wanted to explain his absence because there's going to be information that I share with you in a moment, and I don't want you believing that he's like out on this. Uh, he is very much in. We're not. There's not a divorce that is happening. Uh, he is on his way to Waco. Uh, in fact, they should have already arrived and ran almost three miles. Uh, his the team, not him, right? But he's coaching cross country, big state meet uh, tomorrow. Uh, he told me to pray about it, and I was like, I'm sleeping, so no. Um, but but we are elder led, uh, and so uh, tonight when I use the word the elders, uh, these are the men that I'm speaking about. Uh, and and I wanted I want to start by bringing up a proverb that God brought uh, almost 11 years ago in my life. Uh, and it's, it's Proverbs 16:9, and it simply says this: that in his heart man plans his steps, but the Lord determines his steps. 
Okay, so in his heart, man plans his steps, but the Lord, I mean, uh, plans his way, but the Lord determines his steps. And and that verse has been very freeing, but also frustrating to me over the last uh, really 11 years after after hearing God say that. And uh, and the info that I want to share with you is about uh, two years uh, in the making. And I'm going to do my best to speak in a, in a linear timeline kind of way. Uh, I'm hoping not to time travel too much to keep us all on the same page. Uh, but, but February 2016 uh, was a really interesting time in the life of our church. Uh, and, and strangely enough, uh, what happened in February of 2016 was we received a bill uh, from our landlord. And, and had I known now what would have created um, the steps that would have been created from that little letter, I probably wouldn't have thrown it away as quickly. Uh, and so what happened was earlier, uh, a couple months before that, the original owner of this complex uh, sold the building to a new uh, partnership group, an ownership group. And what we found out February 2016 was that there was a lot of stuff the old uh, landlord was just painful. Um, now we all have a uh, a shared um, common common ground bill that we get every year, and it was about three hundred dollars. And usually it was regarding some sort of the maintenance and with the buildings. And so, um, but the new ownership group was letting us know that our next portion um, would not be the three hundred dollars that we typically were receiving. Uh, instead, it was going to be three thousand dollars. Uh, and you say, well, that's a significant chunk of money, right? Imagine you um, getting your mortgage bill, and it says, hey, um, on top of your normal mortgage, you also need to pay this. And there were some options that they gave us, uh, and none of them were really that good. Uh, but we worked hard. Uh, I'm sorry, am I the only one hearing that? No, good. Okay. Well, there's no chance in that, Bubba. Um, so, so the bill came in. And, and what they wanted to do was set up an escrow account. Find that eventually. Um, I don't know. I did something. It's not Corbett. Corbett will fix it. We'll all celebrate it. Um, or we can just shut it all down. I can yell. Um, so, anyways, what happened was they created this escrow account and it raised our rent. Uh, roughly uh, $500 a month. And, and in that, we had to make up for, there we go, uh, we had to make up for the year before. Uh, and so what they wanted to do was just continue to increase. And so what we did, because um, we were prayerful and we had some people involved, we were able to pay for the year before and then just increase the escrow so we could avoid um, what we're assuming in this next January won't be as a significant of a change. And um, well, that was Texan. Um, and so, but what it did was it started uh, for the first time in our lives um, some some conversations about the next chapters of what God was writing here at Merch. And uh, and and now, and the reason is because we have a, a budgetary threshold. We have no desire to build palaces. Uh, we have no desire to build buildings that people are like, oh my gosh, have you ever seen that space? It's so incredible. Uh, because we realize that costs more money than what we would rather put into ministry. 
And, and so the change that happened in February of 16, which was awesome because they said, hey, this all takes effect um, when you pay your rent on, in March. Uh, and so what it did was it caused us to start asking some questions about, okay, what do, what, do, what do we feel God is calling us to do once our lease runs its course? And, uh, and, and honestly, as, as we've launched, um, there have been very few moments, I, I feel, that we've had the opportunity to stop and try to look ahead in a responsible manner. Uh, we are very much, um, oh, this just happened, let's respond to that. And, and so what we wanted to do is through some prayer and, and some uh, discussion, it led us to this unified conclusion uh, that this space was not going to be our permanent home, and it really wasn't going to be in our next chapters once the lease runs its course. And uh, now, we didn't know exactly what that looked like, and, and that brought us to January 29 of this, this year we had Emerge Vision Night, where a lot of you were here, and we kind of shared some of that information, let you know what was going on, and uh, and I was honest with you about our prayers surrounding, uh, not that God would show us a new meeting space, uh, but that He would, uh, but that He would show us what where He wanted us to be for the glory of His name, and, and we left that night saying that that we were entering into a season of prayer and working through what our next steps might be, but but one of those steps had become apparent, and, and we said this last that time, that, that when this lease runs out, we have no intention of staying here. Uh, and, and so from January to August, I've, I've been praying uh, and driving and praying and pondering and praying and, and envisioning where, where Merge uh, probably fits best in different communities. And and at the same time, some really interesting things started to take place. Uh, because, for instance, we started, I started praying, like, okay, God, are you moving us out of this community? And uh, I get a phone call from one of my pastor buddies, and uh, he was pastoring a church in Saginaw. And he calls me one day, and he says, hey, as you know, we, uh, I've taken another job at another church. And it turns out the, the church that I planted is, is going to disband. Um, we were just wondering if you would like this travel trailer. Uh, and... Uh, the savings account that we have. And, and so we were like, sure. And inside that travel trailer was uh, full of equipment for portable churches and and then like about $16,000, which is the first time I think we've ever had $16,000 in our bank account. Uh, and so I was like, can I just get this for one day in ones and I'm just going to lay it here and I'm going to give it right back to you. Uh, and, and I remember thinking, boy, that's, that's a coincidence, right? And I remember asking, okay, God, is, is that any sort of a sign? And and I think he very coyly answered that. It's like, maybe. Um, and, but but what, what happened is, is, is that we've loved this city uh, for about 10 years. And, and I've been in this really confusing, uh, I guess, season with the city. In fact, this was where we planted this is this is when we when we started merge we said this is this is a city we want to serve in a missional mindset and, and we worked hard to form some relationships with uh, the neighborhood back here and we worked hard to form relationships with uh, the elementary school Maryland Janice Miller Elementary and and when we got started that was a big part of our biggest 
moments of victory was just moments of service. And and over the last couple of years, though, that relationship has evolved and, and, and in some ways has dissolved. And a lot of the phone calls that we would send to, uh, like the school district or to the city, saying, hey, we are a church that longs to serve their people. Um, where do you need service? And those phone calls were not returned. Uh, and those opportunities were not presented. And, uh, and little things, like we, we used to have, we used to get phone calls from the counselor at the elementary school. saying, hey, there's a family that I know that has needs. Um, something just happened. They just need some food. Um, something just happened. They just need some clothes. Uh, can, can you help? And those phone calls became less and less and less. And, and it was, it was really interesting. Not that not that I've ever been upset about that. I've just been confused by it, if that, if that makes any sort of sense. Um, and, and I've loved this city, but things have been changing. And, and God has been kind enough to remind me uh, that adventuring with Him will take you into varying seasons. Uh, and sometimes when a new season begins, it means the old season is done. Uh, and so uh, we've been trying to pray through that. Like, what does that look like? And then we start uh, trying to ask God, okay, where where is that looking? What is that looking like? And where is that looking like? And and it was at that time uh, that God has started to draw me into a new city. And uh, and and it was really strange. And it, it's almost like an against all odds story if you ask Misty about it. Um, because because it started, I look back on it, and it started two years ago uh, when I was at a school dance taking tickets uh, and just standing in the doorway. And I started to interact with some sixth graders, and my boy was in the fifth grade, so I was like, oh, I just want to know how tall can a sixth grader be because my kids will never be that tall. Um, it's like grown men in sixth grade now. Um, but I remember interacting with students. And not that I was like, oh my gosh, they're so polite, so neat. I just, there was something inside my heart that began stirring. And, and I didn't know kind of what that was. In fact, it, my heart began slowly, very slowly uh, being drawn. And for a while, I was afraid to say anything out loud and fear that just the whisper would make it dissipate. Um, and, and so over the past two now, years now, uh, my heart has been growing in affection for the city of, of Asia. Uh, and I know that doesn't come as a shock to very many of you. Um, I live there now. Uh, and my son goes there now. And uh, and it's, it's really, it is strange because uh, I grew up in Azel. And when I was 20, I was like, I'm out of here. Uh, I'm not even going to look in the rearview mirror. I'm going for the bright light, the Ben book, yo. Um, and in... Uh, But I'm reminded of Proverbs 16:9 that in his heart he implants his course, but the Lord determines uh, his steps. And, and so I first started sharing uh, some of these things with Misty, uh, and and she was, oh man, you should hear her part of the story because uh, she was like, no, uh-uh, because uh, I joked around. I was like, man, we're gonna we're gonna do church in Asia. She's like, mm-hmm, no. And, and through some time, as we started building relationships with some families in Asia, and we got to know more kids in Asia, uh, our hearts began not to soften, not that we were hard against it. We just kind of joked around that we, you know, we're not going back to Asia. Um, and 
so we we began these conversations and, and they become deeper and deeper and then all of a sudden what what was just this this inkling of a desire began to grow and then our hearts began to form together and then uh, our excitement began to grow about what could be and and at the same time we're seeing you know same kind of demographic stats um, you'll find out if you live in Azel um, your tax roll just skyrocketed apparently we only need schools right right Walnut Creek um thrilled about helping out until I found out we have to pay for that stuff. Um, but but the, the amount of people and, uh, and families that are moving to that city who are going to be looking for good, strong churches, uh, churches that are biblical communities, that, that not only love the Bible but love other people, uh, churches that long to, to serve. And what I'm finding is that as I'm developing relationships with other pastors, that there are a great number of churches out there uh, that have that opportunity to do some incredible things. And, uh, and so, so anyways, I'm sorry, I've jumped into the future. Uh, let's go back. Uh, and so Missy and I began talking about it, and then uh, we started to share some of those things with the elders. That's, that's how um, we kind of operate here, uh, because my desire is never to lead us to a place that hasn't been carefully considered, uh, or to not do something where we haven't allowed the oversight of the elders to help inform in those decisions. Uh, we do that uh, because one time I bought a punching bag, uh, and it sat in a garage, uh, but also uh, it turns out, biblically, that's the role of the elder, uh, to, to be responsible for those things. They have great responsibilities, and they deserve um, both your respect and your faith. And, and so we, we began looking uh, in, in a series of conversations, and and we discussed and we prayed and we contemplated and we ended unified in this belief that, that God is moving merge to Asia. Okay? Uh, and, and we looked at a lot of factors. Uh, in those factors was that a vast majority of you guys drive from Azel to here every Sunday morning. Uh, when we looked at uh, the people who were um, actively involved in ministry, not just on Sunday morning, but also involved in merge groups, also involved in things that we do, service-minded uh, service activities. Um, a vast majority of, of those people are uh, from Azel. Now, there are some people that aren't um, from Azel, but they were, again, in the minority there. Uh, and, then, and then I should also say this. Uh, we, we were asking teams questions about, you know, uh, what doors for service can be open for our students, for our kids to understand that they have an active role to play in the gospel uh, today, and, and what are the best ways to help get them activated uh, in ministry, and, and we ended up with this belief that, that God was, was moving us, and, and all these factors pointed us in a, the direction of Azel, but, but more important than that, okay, and it wasn't, I, I have to be careful, because I don't want you to believe that we just said, well, let's just tally up names and figure out uh, majority is going to win this game. Uh, because that, that is very far from the truth. Um, those were just factors. But the overriding factor was simply um, asking God, okay, what do you want us to do? Um, I, I try to live my life, uh, and this, this fights against my uh, 
really my young upbringing and leadership because I was a big Stephen Covey, John Maxwell fan. Uh, and their belief is if you don't have a 5, 10, 15 year plan, then you are completely lost and without hope, uh, even with God. And, and what I'm learning is I want my life to be less goal-oriented and I want it to be more destination-minded. Uh, and so when, when I take steps with God, I want it to be in that direction because I believe that's where God's told me to go. And when He says, we're going to go this way, and I say, wait, 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 I thought the, I thought the wind was over here. He said, no, 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 the wind was always in my direction. Uh, and so, so the overriding factor that we've been discussing is, God, where are you leading us? And we believe in a unified way that God is leading us uh, to a new city. And, and I am I'm really excited about that. Now, okay, I mentioned all that to bring us up to uh, this past August. Uh, because I'm reading our lease agreement. And I find out that uh, where I believed that our lease ended in March of 2018, um, it, it actually ends in November of 2018. Uh, now, you say, well, how could you make that mistake? You say, well, I never bought the Rosetta Stone for understanding how to read lease agreements. Uh, and if you can do that, you're welcome to. Um, but, but it created this, this very confusing time. Because I was like, God, I thought you were leading us out of this city. Why in the world are we here for almost another half year? And and I was I was kind of frustrated with that, and because I don't feel I don't like the idea of spinning wheels. Uh, and so I'm, I'm I'm starting to ask him, okay, so how can we uh, start taking some steps? And at that time, God God's brought some people in. And now I should say this about our, our mentality here at Merge: um, we believe one of the best ways to serve families is to serve kids, uh, and one of the best ways we serve kids is by serving the schools. Uh, and, and through the course of that time, uh, God has been bringing um, a, a, like literal principles, like adult principles to the school. Uh, and and they, every once in a while, Miss uh, Roman and Miss Hanson will give me the principal look like, hey, let's go. Um, but, but I find it really interesting uh, that in this season, God has been preparing uh, those relationships as, as I start saying to God, we're going. We're going to serve there, and we're going to start taking steps there. And now, and so my confusion was, okay, did you not know what was going on here? And uh, and I remember a night I was uh, real. I wasn't even talking with Mark about it. I was complaining to Mark about it. Uh, I'm like, hey, if I can find free space in Asia, I'm gonna start Saturday. Where's your? I'm ready to go. Uh, and, and I remember Mark. Maybe the only time he's ever said anything brilliant um, or dumb. I don't know. Um, but 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 I remember him telling me, hey, okay, I know I know you're eager, I know you're excited, um, but I want to remind you that God knows exactly what He was doing uh, and what He continues to do. And and I remember just being like, hey, good going, we're going home. Um, and and He reminded me that, that God was not as surprised as you were to find that the lease agreement ended in November of eighteen. And and so so let's let's talk about what's happened on uh, I know Canon uh, uh, but let's talk about what happened September the eighth of this year uh, because it was a really interesting moment and and I would say interesting except I'm the more I'm seeing things develop the more divine I believe that it was uh, September the eighth was uh, a, a Friday Misty and I were heading to. Camp Akiva to go serve with our father's children with their onward and upward account uh, event, and 
we were meeting up here at 4 o'clock so that we could drive out together. And uh, and as I arrived before Misty did, I noticed over here where the church, two bays down where the Church of Living God was, uh, there was two people with their eyes looking in the windows. And so I was just being a nosy neighbor. Uh, I, now, granted, I shouldn't have been here. I'm never here at this time. Uh, but but I go over there, and I'm like, hey, can I help you guys? And, and it turns out it was man named Clarence, and it was a, a lady named Madge, and they were married. Uh, they are the Matthews, and he says, hey, I am a pastor of a church in Saginaw, City Fellowship, and we have been meeting in Ed Wilkie Junior High, and I've uh, been doing set up and tear down, and um, we are done with that. Uh, we, we do not want to do that anymore, and so we are looking for a more permanent space, and I said, interesting. And and so I introduced myself. I'm pastor over at Merge. We're over in this corner, this beautiful space. And, uh, I didn't. I didn't say that. Uh, I I very quickly felt. I very quickly felt like God was maybe doing something. And I was like, God, okay, if you are doing something, don't let me screw this up. Uh, and so I just kind of kept the conversation casual and shared our experience with the ownership group, which has been good. You know, uh, I didn't tell them about the sneak attack. Uh, because it really wasn't a sneak attack. It was all above board, and it was legal. Uh, we checked with Laura. Uh, this is her business. And she said, yep, that happened. Um, and through the course of our conversation, he said, hey, would it be okay if we can look at your space? Well, I'm not doing anything anyways. Uh, and so we come over, and we ended up spending about an hour and a half with them that day. And, and through the course of the conversation, I'm just talking and praying and we're sharing each other's visions and some of the great things that God is doing in both of our churches and, um, and he says, would you guys maybe be open, uh, and he wasn't like trying to nail us down that day, but would you guys maybe be open to like a subject? So the course of our conversation, I, I shared with him that our heart is moving to another city, um, but we are committed because we, we want to we want to share God with our ownership. So we want to walk in a manner that is fitting with that. Uh, so we're, we're committed to our, our lease agreement. And so he said, would you guys be open uh, to maybe doing a sublease? And, and I said, oh, absolutely. You know, I'd love to explore whatever that looks like. Uh, and so that next Tuesday he was meeting with uh, the, the, the real estate agent here. And uh, they were going to look at what they would need to do construction-wise and blah, blah, blah. It's really kind of boring. Um, but in the course of that conversation, uh, we began, we met with them on that Monday and had dinner, and, um, and he was asking me about, well, what, what do you ultimately want? And he was asking me this question. And he wasn't like saying, hey, what do you want in like business? Because I am very far from the businessman. Uh, all my cards end up on the table very quickly. Uh, very like, hey, this is it. Um, you'd like to play games, you can, but this is all I know. And, and so I just shared with him, really feel like God is moving us to Azel. I'm just confused about the timing of all this. And, uh, and I said, in my world, what I really want is, is simply these things. I would like for our uh, our landlord to let us out of our lease in January. And then you guys take over this space. That, that's really all I want. And, and he had kind of smiled and, and said, you know, that's, that's kind of what we've been that's what we've been praying. And, 
Uh, and so that, that led to some interesting uh, moments because now we needed to talk to the real estate agents. Uh, and, and so I called uh, the next day. Uh, they were meeting in a couple hours to walk that space. And I called our real estate agent and said, um, hey, I'm just informing you. Not that we're not upset at all, um, but we're not renewing our lease. Our plan is to relocate to, to a new city. And, and I said, I know you're about to meet with clients because I've met with clients. And, um, and I said, what I would, what I would be, what I'm asking for is an opportunity to have a conversation. Uh, I don't, I'm not demanding anything. I'm not trying to work anything. I'm just asking for a conversation. And uh, Mark is the guy who was I was speaking with, and he had said, "Okay, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, we found a win-win for you and Clarence." Uh, because City Fellowship, we get to come into this space, which is pretty nice. It's much more turnkey than developing the space over there. Um, and so, and he goes, what you found is a win-win for the two of you. I'm not so sure our ownership group will see it the same way. Uh, and I said, I get that. That's, that's not separated from my mind. Uh, and I said, that all I'm asking for, again, is, is an opportunity to have a conversation. And, and so... He said, okay, I'll run it up the flagpole. I'll let you know. And he said, uh, a couple of days later, I get a phone call. And he says, okay, here's what we've decided to do. Um, we're going to start the paperwork. And, and the plan is that um, in January, uh, City Fellowship will take over your space. And we're going to let you out of your lease. Uh, and I said, in my mind, I'm like, did I, did I pray that into existence? What? What just, what just happened here? And and I said, okay, you know, and now there's steps that, that's involved uh, here in the next couple of days. In fact, November 1, I believe, uh, City Fellowship's paperwork will go into effect, and then we'll receive our paperwork uh, that will be indicating to us that we're walking out. Um, so we, we anticipate that in the time. And so um, I'm making sure I'm, I'm on the same page. Uh, and, and so, so that created a new conversation about, well, we need a place to meet. Uh, I, just, I just created a homeless situation for our church. And, uh, and so uh, over the last, I guess, about since September, uh, in fact, when all this was going down, I, I called Principal Hanson. That's why I call her when we're doing business stuff. Uh, I called Principal Hanson and... I mean, she has already told us before, hey, we would love to explore the possibility of you guys uh, utilizing our space. Uh, and, and so, uh, but Azel's never gone through this process. Now, there's other districts where that's been the case. Uh, and so we've been very slowly and tentatively um, walking with them about um, what that kind of partnership looks like. Because here's, here's my thinking, is we don't want to, to meet in a school just so we can have a space to meet. We want to meet in the school so we can serve a larger community, starting with the kids at the school and the teachers at the school and the administrators at the school. Um, that, that's all. We want them to know that we care for them more than we want them to know we need their space. Uh, and so we've been in conversations at the admin level, uh, and a big part that was really helpful is, is Ms. Danson saying, yes, we're on board. Uh, I would like this to be okay. Um, and I had a meeting this last Thursday with uh, the assistant superintendent and uh, Mr. Smith.
Smith, which is strangely enough a guy that I've known since I was a teenager. Uh, I raked um, his gravel uh, driveway for about four hours because we did rent a slave one time in my old church, um, which is a horrible name for a fundraiser, by the way. Um, I know, we used to call it that. Uh, and then we just parade teenagers up. They're like, hey, who wants to buy this one? Um, so, like, somebody somebody was purchased for a couple of hours. I think it was Mark and didn't show, and then I had to go. Uh, Nick! The truth comes out! Um, oh, man, it's a good thing he's not here right now. Um, but, but anyways, Mr. Smith is the, the assistant superintendent, and we've been we've been talking about prices, we're talking about rentals, and uh, really creating something that is out of nothing. Uh, and I'm a big fan of that. I love creating something that's out of nothing because you never know what how it's going to turn out. And, uh, and so our conversation on Thursday was really well. Like we have agreed on um, 18,000 different things, uh, and, and the last step we have. Uh, we don't anticipate there being an issue. Uh, I don't anticipate it, and he said very specifically, I don't anticipate this being an issue, um, is we run it just through the lawyer, the district lawyer, to make sure that there isn't any conflict of interest. Um, we meet all the qualifications for a nonprofit uh, to rent the space. We have the right kind of insurance to rent the space, uh, and we have the backing of the leadership of the school uh, making that happen. Um, what that move will do for us, and I'll, I'll give you a timeline here in a moment, but what that move does for us is it significantly drops the amount of rent that we would spend in facilities. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of where we're at now um, because there are times that there is tension between um, paying rent and wanting to do something even greater for that. Uh, and so um, the best way I can explain it is when we, we had the opportunity to build our house, um, there was no possible way to live in our old house and build a new house. Uh, and so what we ended up doing was selling our house uh, and then squatting at my parents' house um, for about eight to nine months. Uh, what? He said, did you breathe heavily? One year. One year. You remember this. Um, <laughs> and so she's got the shakes all of a sudden again. And um, but, but what that did is it gave us the ability to be better set up for our next step. So, uh, again, our desire isn't ultimately to build the greatest church building in the area. Um, but we, what we want to do is walk in the steps of being debt-free. We believe firmly that God is on our best um, when we're not uh, a slave to the lender, as the Bible, as the proverb would say. Would slay. Um, whatever, it's like slaying on the guitar, bro. Um, as the proverb would say, that we are not slaves to the lender. And so, um, so what we hope to do in our next chapter, and, and we don't know if this is a six-month chapter or a year-long chapter, we're, we're open to wherever God is leading us, but we would like to be able to start taking those steps to purchasing, either renovating a building or building a building. My preference is renovating a building because that process is much faster and cheaper. Um, and actually, there are some places that would, if you have a couple hundred thousand, um, and you'd like to buy some Tupperware today, come find me. Um, we will run it through Merge, tax write-off, and everything. Um, but, but our preference is to be able to do that so that we could be as debt-free on a facility side as possible. Um, because we want a 
again, we want to operate. I would love for our community tithe, which is simply 10% of everything we bring in gets set aside for the community tithe. Uh, and that's the money we say, God, what do you want us to do with? Um, I would love to be in a church where we're 50 50, um, where, where 50% of what we bring in goes to missions and ministry, and 50% goes to the business side. Uh, and then eventually, um, when you all become multimillionaires, yeah, maybe make that 90 10. Um, but hey, I'm just talking out loud. Um, and so, so what does that mean here at Merch? Uh, and I've got to tell you, today is a big relief for me because I have not enjoyed knowing some information and not being able to share it because there's really nothing to share because it was all just these bits and pieces. Um, you guys are my family. And I love you too. And my intention is never to hold anything important away from you. So we're, I'm so thankful that God has been taking us through these steps so that we can get this information out, um, so that we can join in, um, not just with, with me and the elders and my family, but in, as a church. Um, so the plan as of today, okay? Now, that could change, um, but the plan as of today uh, is that we would end our time here. Uh, we would wrap up our chapter on December 31st. That's, that's New Year's Eve. That's a Sunday this year. Um, so all of you who showed up for New Year's Day last year, you get to end the year uh, with us on Sunday morning. That that would be the end of our chapter in this place. City Fellowship is going to host uh, a Christmas Eve service that night, uh, the week before, and a Christmas Eve, a New Year's Eve service um, that night. And I, I'll say this. I have loved, loved spending time. Um, January 7th uh, would be the first Sunday of the year we would start meeting in Illinois uh, and what my, my, de- my plan and my desire is that we would have two weeks of um, kicking the tires and figuring out what went wrong uh, <laughs> and so uh, if you've ever walked through a church that is portable uh, you'll find there are a lot of moving pieces and, and it involves a lot more hands than just showing up and just experiencing Sunday night. So we want to give ourselves basically two weeks, and we call it family service weeks, uh, where we kind of work through some of those kinks. Um, and we'll, we'll do two things very specific on those two weeks. Um, we will gather together and worship through song, and then I will talk for about 30 seconds, and I will release us. Uh, and what I want to do in those weeks is I'm going to spend our time covering our community, our new community in prayer. I want us visiting our schools. I want us visiting Localities. I want us to go to parks. I want us to go into Walmart. And let's be honest, that place does need a lot of prayer. Um, and I want us, as as a church, beginning to draw our hearts for the people of it. Uh, and then on uh, January the 21st uh, would be our initial, um, hey, everybody, invite your friends kind of Sunday. Uh, which, uh, and I'm telling you, it's, it's so interesting how it's worked because... When we met, um, it'll be 10 years ago, uh, our first Sunday was January 20th, um, 2008. Uh, and so what I love is the idea of wrapping up our chapter and beginning our, our new chapter uh, on our anniversary weekend. Uh, we become 10 years old. Uh, and now what I, what I love is, as I look back on, well, really, it's, it's a relaunching and a replanting is how many more things I think we can do better than we did 10 years ago. 
was honest to God's truth. We didn't know what we were doing. Uh, and, and we had a closet full of sound gear that we were able to grab. Uh, and we had a desire to love kids and love people. Uh, everything else was just trying to figure it out. Uh, and so I love the, the idea uh, that we have a lot more core families who understand what we're trying to do as a church. And, and so... Um, So uh, I, I mention all of that to say that's that's what's been happening. Uh, that that's been on our heart. That's the excitement that God is growing um, us in new adventures. Um, I, I uh, don't know fully how all this is going to play out. Um, I am not overly concerned about it. Um, I believe that as God has been putting steps together, He will see those plans to its, its completion. I wanted to uh, to let you know, though, that we, we aren't moving cities uh, because we wanted um, more people like us. Uh, you know, you'll find out when you go to Abel, everybody can be church, um, but not everybody is involved in civil community. Um, and so we, we long to love that city, and my prayer is that you be part of that. Uh, now, what has kept me up at night, is knowing that some of you will not be part of this. Uh, Misty will tell you, uh, she has ridiculed me relentlessly, uh, made fun of me about um, that, that I have a desire, that, that I understand for some people what's happening is that your church is moving out. Uh, and you say, well, I don't live close to people. And I really don't have any desire to travel to you. And I don't if you had asked me two years ago, I'd have said absolutely, and then we make some springtime together. Uh, and, but, but my desire in this time that we have between now and January is to help you. Uh, if you say I'm not, you're not coming. I have no no qualms about that. Um, I want to help you find a good community for you to call your own. I believe that City Fellowship a great place to give a shot to. Um, and depending on where you live, uh, if you're willing to drive here, um, you might be willing to keep driving here and, and be involved with City Fellowship. Um, I love their pastor. I'm growing to really spend some good time with him. I really appreciate the encouragement that he has just brought me in this season. Uh, but there are, there are a lot of great churches. One of my, one of the, the biggest mistakes we have in our community is we think churches are about competition. Uh, and we think that if my church has more people, then it's better than your church. And I believe over the last 10 years, we have proved that it doesn't matter the size of the church, the heart of the church. Uh, and so we have never been in competition with anybody. Uh, and we go to Azel not desiring to be in competition with anybody. Uh, our desire is to partner with churches so that we can do things better together. Uh, and so I'm in a season of trying to become friend, friendly with the area pastors so that uh, I can better know how we can serve our community together. Um, and so I mentioned that to give you a permission uh, of like, oh my gosh, they're gonna, my heart's going to be broken. And my heart will break uh, because we won't be spending, some of us won't be spending that time with one another. Um, and that, that does keep me up at night. And they'll tell you, uh, I worry about that. But my 
my desire is to help you find the best one. Um, I don't necessarily think that Merge is the only church for you. Uh, I, think, I just think it's a good one. I think it's a great place. I really do. I love it. Um, but there are other places that are just as good um, and homes that are just as good. And so I wanted to bring you up to speed on that. Um, if you want to know the Cowboys score, it is... I'm just joking. Uh, I've been watching it this whole time. Uh, and so... But but I wanted to take some time. First of all, is, is there anything that I forgot? Uh, Corbett, you're welcome to come down here and meet you in a second. Um, is there anything you wanted to add? I had a letter from Chris. That basically said, Glenn is my best friend. He's a hero to me. I'm so glad he's in my life. Tear, tear, tear. That kind of stuff. Um, but I did I did want to open this up um, for for questions if you had them. Uh, now, as I say that, you say, well, I don't want to ask my question out loud. Is that not being comfortable? I don't blame you, um, but I would love... The, the, the key to this transition is communication, okay? And, and I, want, I want to express that because I think in leadership that's not understood well enough. The key to transition is communication. And my desire is to be as open with my communication with you as, as physically possible. Uh, and my commitment to you is that because we're family, we share all of it. Uh, and so, if uh, you, over the next couple of days, next couple of weeks, next couple of months, have questions, um, what my preference would be is that you would be willing to ask them. Uh, that we would not make assumptions, that we would uh, not chat in corners and all of a sudden create uh, a narrative that is not true to what is actually at play. Um, because the only thing that happens in that is the bride of Christ gets built. Okay? So, so as we go through this transition, it is imperative that we would be open with our communication. Um, and so, so, yeah. So are, are there any any questions that maybe we can answer? Canon can come with us. Uh, Nick, those on the other question, uh, and, and we are very open. The preference, uh, and I've expressed this with both Miss um, Hansen uh, and, and the district, uh, my preference is that we would move um, because who wouldn't want to meet in a brand new school as opposed to uh, a mural wall on a Catholic. I'm telling, okay, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this about where we're going. Alright? Alright? If you think this doesn't work for you, oh, just wait. Uh just wait, man. I mean, we let kids eat food in this place. Um, I'm joking. I'm joking. We are very grateful for it. Uh, and but, but our preference, Walnut Creek, if you didn't know, um, they are building a new one right down the road, which makes Eagle Heights. People are just kind of like, yeah. Uh, but, but they're moving, and, and our preference uh, next year when they move um, is, is to be able to start meeting in that in the new space, uh, which is, by the way, going to be a great opportunity here in a couple months when they do move, um, because my desire is when they have their moving day, that Merge is very much involved in it, uh, and so we, very, we want to love on teachers, we want to help them move desks, we want to help them move supplies, uh, and so we want to be a, an asset to, to that school, uh, so that's Means your brother can't, or your husband can't go. 
Um, so making sure that's, that's clear. Uh, okay. So currently what we're trying to do, because again, our desire is to keep our rent under a level. Uh, and so the way it looks like it's going to come out is, is that we will spend about $2,000 a month. Um, where right now we're spending a little over five. Uh, and so um, with that, uh, the, the, the school has some um, rental agreements when, when nonprofits are coming in or like the PCO is running an event. Uh, and so they, they price you out by rooms. And so the cafeteria is a price, the gyms are price, classrooms are a price. And so as we've looked at our options, um, we believe and we look at the flow of the building um, that the best way to honor the space to make uh, to limit issues that could potentially crop up, uh, pop up is we're going to meet in, the adults will meet in the cafeteria, we'll use the hallway, and then the gymnasium. Uh, and that's where we'll place our kids. Uh, and so now, again, uh, I want you to start getting your head around saying this doesn't look the way it used to look. Uh, because it is very much a difference. Um, but I'll tell you this. The space doesn't matter because what we're doing in that space is what is most important. Uh, our kids will still be loved uh, with the love of Jesus. They will still be taught uh, the gospel. Uh, they will still be encouraged to be active in the story that God is telling in their life right now. Um, and so we will create a space for them. It will be in the gym. Um, and so, and there are, right now, you're like, that doesn't make any sense. We're going to have, uh, we've seen the exodus that happens here, right? Um, it, it may be chaotic, um, but I promise you this, it's an experiment. Um, we're calling it an experiment. And by doing that, we can say, we can change these things up. Uh, so currently, our plan is, is that. Um, we believe that this is a good, a good plan. We have good ideas for how we're going to lay out that space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kids are in the gym. We have like one guy standing at the door. He's blocking it in. Uh, no, no, we, yes. So we, we've gone in, I'm sorry, thank you for correcting me, Misty. Um, that, that we've gone in saying, okay, we still want four spaces that we, like we currently have. Um, our, our babies, our pre-K, our young uh, elementary students, and our old elementary they will all have their same designated spaces. Um, it'll just be in that same location. Uh, we'll still do worship with our students, with our uh, uh, kids, the way that we do, our school age kids. Um, they are invited. We, we invite you guys to that because I think that's important. Um, I think there's something important about um, men standing next to their fathers in worship. Um, I think it's something important about daughters seeing their parents actively involved in worship through song. Uh, and so that doesn't change. Uh, and so uh, we will be establishing some new uh, check-in systems um, because we will be portable and we want to make sure that our kids are most secure. Uh, and so but we'll be implementing those changes. Uh, as Thank you. Good question. Good question. Yes, That's a good question, too. Yes, is the answer to that. Um, you know, we... I, I have told, I, I has told um, it's been a long day now. Um, yeah, I, I, I have told um, the district that if it makes it easier to kind of create this agreement, um, that we are, we're looking at, at at least a year. Um, and that, that's been a big discussion between the elders and, and really our wives, too, saying, okay, so, so we 
we go into a space thinking that we're indefinitely, you know, going to be portable the rest of our lives. And, and I'm just going to be honest with you, I don't know what that was. I don't know what it was like. Uh, and I think that's part of being in an adventure. Um, is we're going in a direction uh, and we say, okay, God, as you lead us, we're going to go. Now, our desire in my mind uh, is that we're there a minimal amount of time. But um, what I'm learning is um, to, to purchase stuff, um, it costs money. Uh, strange enough, right? Uh, and, and my desire isn't that we would um, lose focus on the most important things, uh, and that being the gospel being spread in our communities. Uh, there's a real danger in churches that when you're talking about capital campaigns and you're talking about trying to build, that we lose focus on what matters most. Uh, and so, um, you can tell them we're almost done. Uh, but, so, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure how to answer that question, um, but we don't I don't see us needing to be there as long as forever. Um, but but our desire is to be that we wouldn't have to rush to make the right decision. Um, and so that, that's kind of where we're at. So, any Okay, if there are no more questions, then I am amazed that I have told you we're going to be at about six, right? Um, now, us getting out of here by six depends on how long Corbett prays. Uh, so, Corbett Cohen up here. Um, I, and let me, let me say this about, about Corbett. Um, this guy is, is very quiet, but we should never confuse his silence for, for a lack of he is a much better prayer than I am. Um, he prays from his heart. And so what I would like to do is invite him um, just to pray over us and over this time. You don't have to be super spiritual. Um, but, but, but I'll say this before we pray. I say this each and every week, but I love you guys. I really do. I cannot imagine doing this adventure with, with any other people. And I am thankful that you guys have returned each and every week uh, when you have it. It bothers my mind that God is doing something incredible. And, and I am excited that we get to go on this, this next season together. And, and I can't wait to see.